Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. It's Dr. Sue. And I will do, once again, an introduction for everybody in case this is your first time tuning in. And I think we have actually quite a few people who are new tuning in this time. So for those of you who are new, I'm Dr. Sue. The reason why we're here is because we are trying to uplift and educate the vanilla world and let them know that fetish, BDSM, all the fun stuff that goes with it isn't the big scary thing that they think that it is. So, with that, I have a bit of news. Um, <clears throat> first of all, FetishCon is still going on, August the 2nd to the 5th in Tampa, Florida. So you're going to want to head over to FetishCon. I don't know, honestly, there are so many girls who are going and then they're not going and then they're going and they're not going. I don't know who, what doms. It's better to go to the website. FetishCon.com for more information about tickets. And I have a little piece of news for New York City pets. There will be a meet, greet, and worship for all New York City pets footboys, and slaves. And you're going to be meeting some very delectable doms this Saturday between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. at Ghost Bar, which is at 132 Eldridge on the Lower East Side. And if you want for more information, you can hit up at MyLindsayLee on Twitter, which is M-Y-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-L-E-I-G-H on Twitter. Because she has all the info for that meet, greet, and worship, which I think is kind of cool. And I want you guys to try and think about this. If you have or you know of anybody that's having, you know, an upcoming fetish, sex, kink event, that sort of thing, and you think our listeners would be interested in knowing about it, definitely Give me a shout-out, hit me up, send me an email, inbedwithdrsue at gmail.com, and we are more than happy to get your event on the show to let everybody know about it. Um, also, and even though he doesn't know I'm about to say this, if the event is in New York City, Joe is more than happy to come out and review and interview the organizers and see your event, and we can even put that on the show. So just in case, you know, you want Joe to come out and uplift you all. He's more than happy to do that, aren't you, Joe? I am. <laughs> he's, he's such a little pervert. He's more than happy to do that. <laughs> He'll be a fly on the wall, no freaking problem. But, you know, you got to remember, Halloween fetish balls are coming up. I know that sounds crack-ass crazy, but 
they're coming up. They're already selling tickets. The one out in Vegas, which is absolutely huge, is already selling their tickets. So if you know of any or if you guys are having any little local ones or anything like that, definitely let me know in bed with Dr. Sue at gmail.com. So how's your week been, Joe? Uh, it's been a mess. Aw, what's the matter, Joey? Oh, got work issues, and I'm, like, just uh, heading off for vacation. My vacation starts Friday, 5 p.m. <gasps> You're going on vacay. That means the next show, everybody, you ready for this? The next show is going to be done on the boat. Well, it, it will be for him. It won't be for me. It will be done on the boat somewhere in the Hamptons. <gasps> so we'll all be floating in the Hamptons. Oh, my God, we're just so stuffy and uppity. Exactly. Actually. They won't know what hit them. We should we should get it on speakers, and you can broadcast it to all the really uptight humans over there. Uh, well, we should do like a street walking event where I can uh, interview just uh, kink the, pride. The <laughs> <laughs> we do a kink pride parade right through the Hamptons. Boy, that would go over well. Uh, it really would. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely get us noticed. Yes, so, it would. Have you been keeping up on the news, even though you've been sort of burrowed away in the hive that you work in? I have been. Have you? And? And is, I mean, there's just been a lot going on. There, there was is. That, I mean, there okay, was that so Colorado shooting. Um, the Colorado which, shooting, which was a horrible, horrible thing. And I'm not making light of it, and I'm not making a joke of it, but I don't know if you guys know, this tool had profiles, like, on dating sites everywhere, right? So he's on Adult Friend Finder. Has himself listed under the male endowment category as small to average. Which is not really an endowment. What you know, like you gotta wonder. So I just, we were kind of thinking that we probably could have saved all these people's lives if we could have gotten to tune in to the last show on penis size, where we could have accepted him into our loving bosom here in bed with us, and we could have made him feel better. But didn't happen, and so Ronald McDonald ends up blowing everybody away because he's a freak. So. But just in case you were wondering, he does have a small penis, and hopefully that doesn't trickle down into our categories of, you know, small penis humiliation, and it's going to be all our fault. Because, you know, Columbine, we had to blame Marilyn Manson, so this is going to blame somebody. I'm just wondering if we're going to get the feedback on that one. I'm saying that this is just more reason for our listeners to get more people to listen, because you don't know how many lives you could be saving. But this is the thing. No one gets it. If you can accept the fact that you have a small penis and you're going to be rejected on sites, I'm telling you, we could have saved a lot of people. We really could have. It's a matter of getting him to accept who he was, and he didn't. Instead, he takes it out on moviegoers. What the hell's with that? I don't know. It's it's Oh, and the other thing is, did anybody know that Aurora, Colorado, this is kind of weird, Aurora, Colorado is actually 20 miles from um, Littleton, which is where Columbine was. So my first thought was, has anybody checked the water over there? Because seriously, I'd be starting to wonder. Like, what's the deal? 
So, and we had a very sad death this afternoon. I don't know if you guys know about it. I'm going to let you handle this, Joe. Go for it. We're going to say so long to Sherman Hemsley, George freaking Jefferson. 74 years old. We love you, George. You gave hope to small men everywhere. God rest your little body. We love you. So everybody, this is your moment of semi-silence. Okay, cut it. <laughs> I tell you, he was, he started out on the Archie Bunker show. He did, uh, and you know what? You could not run. Um, all in the family in this day and age, right oh, now, it would uh, never get done. You you couldn't run it ten twenty years ago. I know. Uh, and the was, comedy was genius. So a lot of people are missing out by not seeing any of these shows. And it's, it's almost impossible to find them on um, television, cable, anywhere. You've got to, like, go into the DVDs you do. to find them. Well, because they're so controversial and they were so racist and they were so this and they were so that. And it was like they don't want them coming out because everybody's going to be offended. Who knows? Oh, and my Dark Side podcast, for those of you who are wondering what the heck happened to it, apparently D.A., this Dark Angel actually bought himself a brand new computer. Yay, Dark Angel. And I will be redoing my interview on the Dark Side podcast sometime soon, but I'll let you know when. whoop de doo eh? But guess what have we got tonight? This is, I'm excited for this because I worked on this stuff all week, and I am just, like, so excited. Would this possibly be some sort of contest? It would be. It would be. So tonight, at the end of the show, yes, that's right, I'm going to be a bitch, just like the networks, and I'm going to make you wait to the end of the show, and you're going to find out who the pet of the month is. Now, that's not nice. I don't care. Hello? Can we get like? Can we get, like, a hint, maybe the top five? No. (laughs) There wasn't even five entrants total, so we couldn't do that anyways, you know, like... You boys have been very, very bad. You want to start thinking about that. You know, that's that's just a darn shame. It How is. many entrants were there? I think there was exactly five. Well, then we could do five. Well, we could do five, but everyone just has to wait. You guys can all just hang on to your chastity devices. Grab a hold of those CB6000s and just hang on to it. Right? Were these pets in chastity uh, for the award? No. No, No, what it is, okay, so what it is, and this is, and I want to explain this, actually, this is a good idea to explain this right now, anyways. I was disappointed with the entries that came in. Let me tell you why, because I think everybody, I didn't explain it well enough. It's not about how much money your pet gives you. It's not about how much, you know, how many things they've crammed up their ass for you. It's about going over and above in service to you. 
So it's not the money. I'm talking do stuff for this. Do you get it? Like I want to see over and above. So don't write me and say, this is my pet, and he gave me, you know, 10 grand this month. I don't care. Well, if he gives her come 10, from anybody. If hmm? he gives her 10 grand every month, that's no big deal. No, but it shouldn't even be about the money. It should be direct service. Like, okay, he did their website for her or something. He may, you know, maybe the guy's close by and he can, you know, do all her running around for her. something. I got to say 10 grand buys a lot of websites. <laughs> Jesus, why aren't you getting into financial domination? You're getting greedy. I'm saying it, ten grand buys a lot of website. You can I buy website. That. You can buy you know laundry. You can buy anything. Can't buy a bigger penis though. No, that's too bad. It really is. Do you know what? I was spraying. We had bees this week. I know no one gives a shit about this, but we had bees this week, and I. They were going up inside this post thing. So I bought that spray foam, you know, the stuff that expands. Okay. Sprayed it up into the hole because it's up into the soffits, like they're going up and in. So I thought, okay, I'll just block this thing. And as I'm spraying it, I'm thinking, you know, this, if we could come up with a formula where that spray foam, which expands, could somehow create a penis or a penis extension, oh, the humanity. We could make a fortune. We could. I just don't know how to do it yet. That's your job. Mm. You're the smart guy. I'm the bubble-headed blonde, remember? So that's how it's going to be. <laughs> that's right. I'll fall back on that anytime I need to. <laughs> you see, you see the, problem, the problem with penis extension is, you know, if it becomes possible, guys will just not know where to stop. I talked to someone who's actually in the boat of being addicted to having his penis bigger to the point where he was on operation number 18 and he has to fly out of the country because no one will touch him here. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's he is now to the point where he is 18 inches and he's still obsessed with going larger. And I was just like, dude, you need psychiatric inches. care. This is not cool. 18 inches. Is that... Yep. Direct or... Who knows? I don't even know if the thing works. I mean, how much slicing and dicing can you do before you're wrecking nerve endings? I don't know. But he's that... got... This is what I mean. He's done at least six of those operations overseas. Wow. Unbelievable. And that's what it is, is he's obsessed. Uh, yeah, slightly. He wishes. Probably doesn't even work at this point. So... On that note, not that anyone really cares, but I just thought, you know, if we had the foam, that would have helped out Colorado, too, but whatever. <sighs> always late. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. And here is a message from me, my sponsor. Hey, guys, it's Dr. Sue. Don't forget to join me on the Entune Show with the fabulous Ms. P this Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I answer all your questions about love, dating, sex, relationships, and of course, there's the ongoing game of Shock the Doc, where you send in your confessions and stories trying to shock me. Send in your confessions and your questions to ntuneshow at aol.com. That's the letter N, 
tuned show at AOL.com. Or better yet, tune in and call myself, Dr. Sue, and the fabulous Ms. P live. That's this Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern on the Intune Show on Blog Talk Radio. So, yes, that is a change in the schedule. Normally, I am on the Intune Show on Thursdays, every other Thursday. But the gorgeous, the wonderful, the insanely talented Ms. P has overbooked herself because she's getting people, like, off the chart. She's, like, already interviewed the Braxton six sisters. She's getting these outrageously really cool interviews. So she, you know, overbooked and I got booted. That's okay. So, but anyways, we thought we'd try a 6 o'clock time slot to see if anybody liked that any better. So hopefully you guys can tune in this Friday because we have a ton of questions to go over and probably no one will shock me because no one has yet to beat the guy who asked me to beat up the dinosaur. So there you go. So what I want you guys to do, Get nice and comfy. Get your phones. I see a couple of you have already called in or sitting in the queue. I want you to call 646-478-3644. Remember, you are completely anonymous. Don't be afraid. I know you're shy, but you can do it. And I know there's a lot of you boys out there listening right now who, like I said, are sitting in your chastity devices because tonight's show is all about chastity. So if you're in chastity right now, either self-locked or owned, we want to hear from you. Remember, 646-478-3644. If you're waiting in the queue, remember you can still hear the show. And our special guest tonight, are you ready for this? The amazing, the fabu, the ever-present on our show, Dawn who's going to let you guys know what's going over because poor little Dawn has been in chastity now, I think it's 103 days. Not too sure. Let's ask Let's ask him. Shall we ask him? 103 days. I believe so. Hold on. Could be more. Dawn, you're yes. there. Hello, Dr. Steve. Yes, I am. Yay. How many days is it now? Uh, you were close, 104. 104, and it was around there. Yep, 104 today. Yay! So, yep, it's a it's a pretty big milestone for me, <laughs> I have to say. So, You're doing but, good. Uh, well, thank you, thank you. I mean, there's been there's been some rough parts, but uh, well, for, first all, of all, before it, we get into your actual experience, let's let everybody know what the deal is with chastity. And I can only talk from the dom, like the female dom to a submissive male side. I wish I could get more, you know, submissive females and male doms to call in and give us their opinion. I think that would be great because we're only hearing one side, mostly because that's just the side we play in. Mm-hmm. But, so this is the point of view that you're going to be getting, is the fact that, okay, so what's the point of chastity? People think it's ridiculous or it's some something kinky. It's actually not kinky at all. It has to do with focusing of the mind. When you boys were in utero, you were grabbing yourselves. And it's to the point where now it becomes an automatic response. It's all about the dick. It's all about the relief of the dick. It's all, you know, dick, 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 dick. 
You say, you say that like it's a bad thing. Well, no, I'm not. Well, it depends, okay? It's going to depend on if your focus is only on your dick, if you're living in the vanilla world, chances are you're fucking around on your wife or girlfriend. Um, if you're living in the kink world, the best way to control the man, control the dick, control the man. So by putting a male into chastity, one, it's going to make you feel more submissive, and two, it's going to take the focus. Now, it takes a little while, but it takes the focus off your dick and its pleasure every two minutes. So that's essentially, when you boil it all down, that's what the chastity is for. But what do you do for those two minutes? What two minutes? The two minutes you're not... Playing with your dick? Oh, it's more than two minutes. Ask Don. He's done it for 104 days. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more than two minutes. And Joe, I'm sorry, you're going to have to confess. You have played with devices yourself. Uh, so it's more than two minutes. And it's it, and okay, Don. For example, when you first went in. And you were first locked. Mm-hmm. Isn't don't you find you automatically go to hit the device because you're used to grabbing it? Uh yes. Uh, it's it's it is very tough experience when you when uh, you're first starting out. If you've never been in chastity before, and I had never been up until um, let's see, since starting to serve Mistress B. And I'd say I came in the chastity was around the beginning of this year, and um, it, it's tough. It, it's one thing um, her and I talk about. It's a two-week hump. It really is. The first two weeks, you just wanna you wanna cut it off. You wanna cut that lock off. You wanna get out of it. Um, it's because it's just something you're not used to. It's a whole different uh, life life-altering decision. And if you've never done it before, if you were like me before, where and you just described it perfectly, uh, you're just thinking about your dick, 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 dick. You're just thinking about it all the time, and it, it's all in in that situation. You're thinking all about you, and you know you want to revert back to that, but you can't. You're like you're you're locked up. Um, but once you get past those two weeks, it, it does start get a lot easier too. And I, I can speak on the fact that I do have an owner. I have a key holder. So I'm being trained, and that really uh, that's really helped me out a lot. I know there are some slaves who are self-locked out there, and that's my hats off to them because to voluntarily go into it without having a key holder, that, that's a pretty big decision. It is and, a big decision. And the thing is, what a lot of the guys are doing when you do the self-locked thing, if you don't have an owner, and there's even times where if your owner is living in a different state and you're doing this by Internet, you can also do the same thing. What you can do is take your key and freeze it in a block of ice just so yes. that you're not making it easy to get back mm-hmm. out of. Because it's all based on cognitive behavioral therapy. I mean, you're just basically retraining the brain so that it's focusing on, hopefully, the female in your life. Or if you're a female sub and you're in chastity, it's going to hopefully get you focused only on your dom. But I think with women, and I could be dead wrong, and I really wish someone would call in and, and 
prove me right or wrong on this. Women, it's not so much, I think, and like I said, I'm not sure, so much because we don't grab ourselves and we're constantly thinking of our twats every five minutes, not the way guys do. I think for women to go into chastity, it has more to do with the fact that maybe the dom is trying to make sure she doesn't cheat so that no one else can have her, as opposed to it being a retraining and a focusing thing. It's more of an ownership thing. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree on that. Um, Agree 100%. I, I think even with uh, doms over their male slaves, too. It's also making sure that they don't stray. Or probably, you know, actually, you know, we talked about, too, about uh, a lot of vanilla couples are doing chastity now. Cuckold couples, especially. Yeah, I think that's another. Cuckold couples is beautiful for. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's another thing, too. It's, it's to really keep um, the male or even the female, if that's the case, but to keep them from going behind the other one's back or just being able to focus 100% on their key holder. And I know that's that's the case with me and some other chassis slaves who do have owners is it keeps our attention 100% on our key holders. And it really does bring out a lot of submissive feelings that you've never felt before when you're denied that pleasure of just thinking about you all the time and it, it just really brings you just want to do more and more. You're more attentive to what your key holder wants and what your key holder dictates. And it really forms a strong bond between the two. And I, I feel, having said that, now that I've been in chastity, I'm on 104 days now, uh, that, you know, there has been a strong bond between me and my key holder, Mr. Speed. And I can honestly say, you know, even though I've been submissive my whole life, I have felt submissive feelings. And now being locked up that I've never felt before, and it, it really is a lot. That actually comes up quite a bit with submissive males. Is that once they're placed in it, like you said, you've got to get over that first hurdle of, ew, get it off, get it off. <laughs> exactly. Once you get past that, then and then is when you start hitting these submissive feelings that most men have never felt before. Because no matter mm-hmm. what, without being in chastity, your dick is still going to rule your mind. It does. It's just a fact. Absolutely, and that, yeah, that that just it just you you can't deny it. I mean, men, we just we just can't deny it. That that's just it. It's always on our mind. It's you know it's what we're constantly thinking of, and I think you know it's just something we're predisposed to. And when we have that taken away, then it really shifts our focus. And it just, I think, not only does it make you a better slave, but in the long run, it can also make you a better man. Mm-hmm. I've heard that a lot, actually. And, and one of the things that I've noticed, even with um, when you're discussing things like um, female supremacy, and that's a whole other show that we'll do, but when you're looking at that, you're talking, again, it's focus. It has to do with the fact that it's not all about your dick. It's all about whoever the female is in your life, whether it's an ex-wife. I've seen those work. Whether you're in a cuckold relationship and the wife not so much thinks you're going to run around and cheat on her. For a cuckold relationship, it's more to do with tease and denial because in that case, you're watching her have sex with another guy. You can't touch yourself. It just kind of ensures it a little bit more. And again, 
you got to let him every once in a while have his thing. Now, are you craving coming? Are you craving an orgasm? B- believe it or not, I, I am not. Um, Did that? Is I that was, something that went away over time? Yes, that exactly. Because I was just about to say, at the very beginning, you do. You uh, you you do crave it. You can't wait to get you know to be able to get a break and get out and and be able to come. But over time, you that tends to fade away. And what really uh, we want is to keep pleasing your owner, keep making them happy. Uh, or just actually just edge, and and then get locked back up. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's somewhat of a form of release. Uh, you're not coming, but you're still able to have a, a little bit fun with your owner during edging sessions. Mm-hmm. And but it go, but your your case. And yet, right it's not on. really a ruined orgasm. Is she taking you to ruined orgasms or no? Because I think no. those really are are easier to do when the person is in front of you. Nope, it's not. It's not a ruined orgasm because not because uh, you're not you're not actually coming. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it, so it's not it's not. A, I know what you're talking about because I have seen that before. Mm-hmm. But it's not a ruin. It's not a ruined orgasm. It, it's, it's what it's just called. Edging it's called and that's edging. It. Yep. It's just edging and that's it. And then you're locked back in. I found uh, this is my longest period. Uh, when I started with Chassis with Mr. B. We did it for two weeks, and at mm-hmm. first I hated it. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. The, you know, I'm going nuts. I, you know, this is put me in a bad mood. I can't sleep at night. And, you know, we talked about it. She's like, well, that that's very disappointing. And, and you know, if you then go ahead and mail the device back to me, and we can explore other avenues. And the more I thought about it was, and, wow, I'm really disappointing her. And not only disappointing her, I'm disappointing other people that I told I was going to be doing this, disappointing myself at the same time. So I was like, okay, so I begged her, Let, let's try it again. And I convinced her, she's like, okay, well, we'll go for it again. And then I went 33 days, um, which was pretty good for someone, uh, you know, I'm going to be 40 next month, so in 39 years before that, I had never done chastity before, and which was pretty good. I got myself a two-week break, and this time around, I... Uh, was supposed to go originally for about two months. And then I lost a bet with Miss B. So it was an extra two weeks. And then I decided, well, let's see. Why don't I just go, by that time, I'm going to be close to 100 days. Why don't I just, I'm just going to ask her if I can go for 100 days. I want to see if I can do it. I want to see if I got the willpower and, and be able to be able to do it. And she agreed to it. And then 100 days came and we both talked about it, and she's like, she's like, I want you to go a little bit longer. And she hasn't said how long it's going to be. And my reply is, sure, okay. She's and because at this point, it's not a big deal, right? At this point, it's just days. It doesn't. It's not. It's not something where you're right. like, oh my god, get it off, because you're you're mm-hmm. totally used to it now, right? Exactly. I, I'm I'm used to it. I love the. I love being able to please her. Um, I love where our training's going with it. it. It's just, as I said before, it's really strengthened the bond between us. And, and Mr. B it, and you, now, are you guys both in the same state? Are you in the same area? Is she, you know, no, are, are you doing long-distance key holding? States, we are long-distance. We are several okay. states away. And, and it it works. It works. She is very good when it comes to ch- chastity. She has four other slaves in chastity. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, I am not her longest. 
she just had a slave who goes by Sissy for Mistress B on Twitter mm-hmm. hit 370 days. There you go. So for those of you out there who are thinking, well, you know, it's not, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not healthy for, you know, someone to be in chastity, you'll get blue balls, you'll get this, you'll get that. It, it's perfectly fine. Do you need to take the device off and clean it? Yes, you do. Do you not, Don? Uh, well, absolutely. See, what I have, it, it, a lot of it, too, depends on what device you get. What I'm using right now is what's called a birdcage. That's um, the silicone one, right? No, actually, it's surgical steel. Oh, you got the steel one. Okay. I got the steel one. Miss Miss B is serious when she comes to her chastity slaves. Uh, and now, there's I some got, guys that can't do it because if you're going through airport security, it will set off airport security, so you have to switch over to exactly. the silicone one. Maybe you exactly. kind of want that. Well, yeah, well, I mean, if you're an exhibitionist, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Frisk I think me, baby. Listen, take that TSA. <laughs> you should. More of you guys should be going through and getting the full body scan. I think that would be cool. Put on <laughs> was, those devices, was... make them as chrome as you can get them, and just light up the whole freaking place and let them wonder. <laughs> Well, that would raise some eyebrows. That would be for sure. <laughs> you can't tell well, me they haven't seen it. I'll bet you they should call up the Entune show and see if they can shock me. I'll bet you they've seen some nasty stuff. There you go. That's a good, that, that's a good idea. It that's is. A, that's a shock the dock. That is totally a shock the dock. Have you ever tried Callie's teeth, anybody? No, no I've heard of them, never. <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, that's more keys into Nile. For those of you guys who don't know, there are different types of devices. There are CB 2000, 3000, and 6000s. When you're getting up in numbers, it just means that they've modified the device a little bit more. There's also um, the Curve, which is another one they say is um, a little bit more comfortable. Then you've got the Birdlock silicone. You've got all of them now come in Chrome as well. <clears throat> There's also the gates of hell, and by the way, if anybody's wondering what's happening to my voice, it's because of allergies. <clears throat> oh, I love this. There's also the gates of hell. Anybody, it sounds horrifying, but it's it, it's just shock value. It's a bunch of chrome rings, and you can get them in five gates or seven gates or nine gates, and each gate is a ring, and then it's connected across the top with a piece of leather. So, again, you can't really that's use not it. A, that's not a chastity device per se. It's not that's, per se, but it can be used as one. That's more to make the just the erection really hurt. Yeah, but so. they have them now where you can lock the person off with them. Really? Yeah, I was looking at them today. Huh. Yeah, Gates of Hell is, like, moved up in the world. <laughs> and then you've got Callie's Teeth. Callie's Teeth I like. Only because I'm a sadistic bitch. Is that like an Iron Maiden one? Sort of, yeah. Callie's teeth is is um, uh, it's made out of like steel, and on the inside is all steel teeth. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take it, you're gonna lock it around the penis as when it's flaccid, obviously, and lock it up. And the point of that is hardcore tease and denial. So now what you've got is a woman who is putting that on in order to do a session where she is driving you nuts because, obviously, if you start to become erect, you are going to get steel spikes going into you, and, again, you would have to be masochistic and whatever for that. 
Actually, I think masochistic would be worse because it would just get you more excited and it would be more painful. <laughs> it would. That would it be would. like a You'd positive You'd be standing there a literal loop. bloody mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have played with guys with them, though, and it, it's kind of fun to do. I re- and it's, it's, I'm just a sick little camper in the fact that I love hearing them scream because there's little buttons that you can push and things that you can say that just it drives them nuts and you can hear them going, oh, no, 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 don't say it, don't say it. It's like it's so cool. But that's me. Ooh. And the, and the room goes silent. Cricket. And the room goes silent. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys I think didn't think I was that shot. incredibly <laughs> demented. That's why. Yes, I well, am. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the chat room, and they're all talking about the Cowie's teeth right now. So I think their <laughs> mouths are all hanging open uh, since you started talking about that. So. <laughs> no, it's good for them. No, actually, it's a, it's a fun game to play. Obviously, you have to be careful and, you know, Use caution with anything else, just like you would, you know. Because, I mean, there's paddles with spikes. There's all kinds of stuff with spikes. There's gloves with spikes. just depends on how you use them. The whole point is not to shred your victim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unless they want it. But even then, I wouldn't do it. So how long do you think you could last? Forever? Because um, it's that I, easy now? I think so. I, I would. I could go as long as Mr. Speed Commands. Oh. And uh, I'm I'm not even gonna try to guess what her time frame is. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to negotiate a time frame with her. At this point, she she's my key holder. Um, this is part of my training, and I, I'll go if she wants me to, you know, go a full year like her one slave. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, she wants me to go longer or shorter. I'll do that as well. That that's completely up to her. At, at this, like I said, it's been 104 days. And it's been um, after a while. It's just, a lot it's just it's like second nature, right? It's just like it not is. a big deal. It is. It, it's just now when you take it nature. off to clean it. Sorry, really quick. Gilbert just said in the chat room, and I know who Gilbert is, and I know he is like the king of Callie's teeth. He just wants everyone to know that when you get hard, it does not actually puncture the penis, which it doesn't. You would actually have to smack it to do that. So it's not quite as horrible as everyone's making it out it's not like needles they're like little um pyramid shaped pieces of steel so you're not getting completely annihilated so i'm just going to make that clear and where were we oh i know i was going to ask you a question when you take it off to clean it because i'm assuming you now have a key to your lock in order to do that right because you guys aren't in the same place correct but with my particular device it uh it's not enclosed like you would find like a Bond or or a CBT. It, right. it does have bars on it, so I'm able to take a shower with it. I'm still able to stay clean, stay hypoallergenic. Right. Um, I do have a emergency key, which is sealed in an envelope. Miss B has sent me a bunch of envelopes with writing on the front and writing across the back, mm-hmm. and my emergency key is sealed in an envelope. And if I were to open up that envelope, she would know right away. Um, part of the training, since it is several states away, part of the training is I can be on the computer at any time on Yahoo Messenger or Skype, and all of a sudden Miss B comes on and says, turn on your cam. And she wants to see proof that I'm still locked up and that right. my key is still in the envelope. Um, so that's also part of the training. So there, so there's so anybody out there thinking, yeah, you get an emergency key, you could cheat, take it off for a while. No, 
Um, no, the girls of, know. They know yeah, how to do it. They're going to yeah. know. Yep, they're going to know. That, and there's that, different types of keys, happen. too. There's keys, yeah. or I shouldn't say keys. There's different types of locks. There's the plastic locks, which you can actually cut off, which a lot of the girls are not using for obvious reasons. They're okay for traveling. But mm-hmm. um, what I find works really, really well is getting a luggage lock, like the, tiny, the kind you get in the airport, but you want a luggage lock that has a combination because this is even better, and you girls listen to this. You get the luggage lock with the combination. You do a cam session with your slave where you're watching him. He puts the, and he's got to be a good boy and not look at the screen, but he holds the lock up to the camera, and she tells you, okay, move it a little bit more, move it this way, until it sets at a number that she knows, and she writes it down. Now you don't have an emergency key. You just put it on, spin it. And if you want it, you have to go back to her to get the combo. I know they also have their, you were talking about the plastic locks, and they have numbers right underneath them. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think Miss B does this for a couple of her chassis slaves. They use those. And she records the number in a little way. Oh, yeah, you have to if you're going to do it right, because then if he goes and puts on another one, you can check the number for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. That way, you know, they can't sit there, okay, I could break out of it. You know, I I, I think sometimes guys, you know, just think they can get away with anything they want. Mm -hmm. And that's not not the case. You get somebody who's an experienced key holder, they know all the tricks of the trade. And and even even if they're... uh, in another country or across the country, they're they're going to be able to sniff you out. They're going to know if you're cheating or not. And not yes, only that, because honestly, we've heard it all, we've seen it all, and it's been tried yep. on us all. I I also think too they would know they could tell the difference when uh, they talk to their slaves. I know, for instance. Oh, uh, you can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, because yep. I know, for instance, Miss B. She keeps uh, the four chastity slaves she has. We have to write her a journal every day. Uh, that is part of our chastity training, and I'm sure if you were to go back and look at my day one journal and compare it to my day 104 that I'm going to be writing tonight after the show, you'll see a big difference, a huge difference. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you know you could, she could probably say that about her other three chastity slaves as well too. Uh, it's just you know the demeanor it does begin the change, and it's just, it, you just take on a whole new mindset. You get completely rewired. Um, I mean, I know there's guys who love chastity from the beginning. I wasn't one of them. And I know with me, it's been a completely rewiring of the brain to shed away the old thinking about it being me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. And now it's all her, 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 her. And, well, and uh, Sissy Maid Sheila just asked the question, what if she gets mad at you and goes away? Do you ever fear that? Like, well, no, because you have obviously the emergency key. Mhm. Well, um, I, I don't doubt she would do that. Uh, she wouldn't do that. It, yeah, we, but there's we, some girls out there who think it's a big joke. Who you do have to be right. careful who you're going into chastity for, gentlemen. Please be careful. Make sure they're experienced because a lot of the girls think it's a big joke, and it's not a yeah. joke. Yeah, it's all, you know, it comes back, I know we talked about this before on past shows, it comes down to finding your right dom, or in this case, your right key holder. Um, I, I know even like with Mr. Speed, when she first 
locks you up. She takes both keys, and she'll hang on to them for a couple weeks to just, you know, to establish that trust factor. And mm-hmm. I've known Miss, I've known her for a while. She wouldn't do that. She just wouldn't leave somebody locked up like that. No. You know, she, you know, even if things didn't work out in the two-parted company, you know, and I know how she is, she would mail the keys back. That way that person would be able to get out of it. But you're right. There, there are going to be some people out there who will think it's a complete and entire joke and will really leave a sub in an awkward position. Yeah, you have to be careful who you're playing with, no matter you know who it is. Make sure that you're not going into chastity the minute you meet her. Make sure that you know you get to know her first and get to know what her style is, and even talk to some of the other pets that she owns just to make sure that she knows what she's doing. That's just using your head. It's not being disrespectful. It's you know unless you know of this woman's reputation, it's it's not worth it. Right. Absolutely, and that you know, and I knew her for a while beforehand, and I knew some of her sleeps beforehand, so I already knew what kind of a dom and what kind of a woman she was. So I had no exactly. fear of that whatsoever. So that's true. So I think okay. Yeah. So what Sheila was referring to was the combination lock. If she goes away, now you don't have the combo. But there would obviously, if you were smart you would make sure that she did exactly what Miss B did, which is send you an envelope with the emergency combo in it. It just you just gotta use your head, that's all. Right, exactly. And and she has already gone away once before. Uh just last month she got married and was on her honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm sure I mean I'm not in a combo lock or a plastic lock. I have the I'm using the lock that came with it. So if something were to happen to me and I had to get it off, you know, I have the key here. But I'm sure for her other slaves, while she was gone, off getting married on her honeymoon, I'm sure arrangements were made because I know that's just how the person she she is. She wants mm-hmm. to make sure all the bases are covered. Right. And that's just being a responsible dom, everybody. That's not being a big baby. For those of you new dominas out there who think that taking care of your sub is being less of a dom, that's another show. It's also an article I have yet to write, but... It does not mean that in the slightest. There is too much of this, I call it now that the, and Gilbert will know because I talked to him about this the other day, that the world of fetish and BDSM has become diluted in the sense of there's so many girls out there portraying themselves to be doms that the good ones are now harder to find because you have to fish through the garbage first. And I'm not saying all the new girls are bad. They're not. It's just there's a lot more out there, and they don't know what they're doing because they have what I call bitch with a whip syndrome, and that is, you know, oh, it's easy. I can just be a bitch and make money. And it's just, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just that's that's what I mean about it being diluted is that there's just so many people out there pretending to be something that they are in fact not. I mean, I get get emails all the time from women saying, can you teach me how to be a financial dom? Can you teach me how to be a dom? I can teach you how to be a dominant female, but I can't, you know, it's, it's whether it's an innate part of who you are. You can't go in and make it a business if it isn't who you are. You know, it just, it, it, they don't get it. It's not something you pick up a book and learn. It has to be part of who you are. Would you say, Don, that 
all things considered, would you recommend most men to go through this? Yes. Since I, I many times before, since I've been locked up, I think all serious slaves need to go through chastity. Now, really, all slaves should, if they're serious, if they're serious about serving somebody, and they got themselves a good dom, I think they really need to go into chastity because I think you would see uh, a lot more truer slaves out there than you do now. I, I think they would just uh, get it. And I and I think it really grows the bond between the key holder and the, and the sub. Oh, it and, does. Yeah, and, and I just think you wouldn't have so much cheating. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have the right dom now. hopping. I call it dom hopping, where these guys just exactly. going from one to the next to the next to the next because they get bored so easily. You wouldn't right. have and, and that. I'll, right, and I'll be honest. That's how I used to be. I mean, three. You know, uh, you know, two to three years ago, that was me. You know, I would dom hop, and I, I would serve somebody. I get bored after a while. I mm-hmm. do it, and the next thing you know, I do it again. And you know, about a year ago, I came to the decision. To me, that was like eating a steady diet of candy. It fills mm-hmm. you up, but it's but it's you can't live on it. No, and it was time for me to get serious. It's and unfulfilling. We, exactly, and, and I keep trying to teach these fulfilling. guys that when they call me up and they're like, "Oh, don't you know of a good dom?" Okay, how many have you called? Like, how many have you gotten your favorites list? If you're on Night Flirt or Talk Sugar or whatever, how many have you gotten your favorites list? Oh, about thirty. Okay, <laughs> you ha- you're missing the point of service. You're missing the point of being submissive to someone if you're going to jump from one to the next to the next and then go, oh, it's no fun. Well, no, because you don't have devotion. You don't even know what that means. You haven't experienced it. And that's why I'm saying it's unfulfilling, and it's the reason why you boing from one to the next to the next, because you're bored. And if you just submit yourself to one person who you have a connection with, and then really submit. Let yourself go. Do the chastity. Just learn what it's like to have your entire world become that person. Now you're going to see what it's like, as opposed to jumping from dom to dom to dom. It's ridiculous. Right, and that and that's exactly true. And you know, to me, it's been a wonderful experience, and it's really taught me. It's really open. It's really opened my eyes and taught me. A lot of things, and it, and it made me just completely rethink of uh, thoughts I had in the past. What I thought I knew were mm-hmm. not even close to what was really true, and that's and that's why I said before I think slaves really need to go through chastity, and that way it really gets them on track to what true slavery is and what true devotion is to a dom. And but like said you wouldn't see all this dom hopping that's going on right now. Because yep. they're not able to play with themselves and think about themselves all the And time. I think a lot of that comes down to the submissive's mind as well. They get so involved in the fantasy that when you cut them down and make it a reality, it's like that with blackmail, it's like that with a lot of things. When you slap them with it and say, no, you're going into chastity or whatever, then they kind of go, oh, no, 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 no. It's like they, they get paranoid. It's like, right. well, it was okay as long as it was just in my head. This isn't okay now. And I think right. there's a lot of guys out there, especially the ones that are on the internet and doing the phone calls and whatever, that that's, you know, just keep it as fantasy. But let your dom know that that's what you're doing. Don't devote yourself to her or say you're devoting yourself to her and then, you know, not put up or shut up. 
Right, it, it, and exactly. And I think a lot of times, too, you get those guys who sit there and say, oh, I want to be in chastity, I'm going to be completely devoted to you. At the same time, you know, they're having fun with themselves. And just like you said, and then faced with reality, they're like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. And I think that's the problem, too, with a lot of guys is once they do uh, are finally done and get themselves off, then those submissive feelings are gone. Let yeah, me tell you why. Gone. When you have an orgasm, you get a rush of testosterone. I try and teach guys this all the time because a lot of them call me and go, I don't get it. When I, you know, as soon as I jerk off and I come, I'm not submissive anymore. And I always say, okay, that's the false self. That's a rush of hormones. If you give it 45 minutes, if you return back to submissive feelings, you are truly a submissive. You ha- and that's another reason why chastity is important, because your sub is going to lose focus if you're letting him get off all the time. Because, again, as soon as he gets off, there he goes. Now you've, now you've got that rush of testosterone. His mind's going to be all screwed up, and he's going to be sitting there going, I don't need this shit. I'm not submissive. Exactly. Or a lot of guys, they'll be, they feel ashamed because they did get off to it. Because exactly. there's, there's still yep. such a there's still such a stigma in the world about uh, not being uh, quote unquote normal to society's terms for liking fetish, uh, for liking the things that one person does, and afterwards they they feel ashamed about it. And 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 I, quite honestly, when I was younger and I did get off to what I like now and such, I had those feelings too because society was telling me that's wrong. Well, it's because you, you of the way you guys you are raised. You guys way. are raised right. to be alpha. You know, right. it's like you, no one waits to see what this, you know, child is going to become. They just automatically assume it's male, we got to make it rough and tough, and, you know, this is the way it is instead of letting the child become what it wants to become. No, we got to raise them this way. So, yeah, when you have that moment, if you've just had an orgasm, all these feelings come rushing back, now you're confused again. Now you're like, well, I don't, I shouldn't be doing this. This is just wrong, or, you know, I don't need this shit. And then... Now you're back into having to train yourself all over again. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's much easier to put yourself in a chastity. It it is. It's just much easier. Uh, It just, in a sense, it makes you you a lot happy because I think it also makes you a lot more comfortable with who you are. And it just real, it just puts things into perspective and it just, it truly shows, I think, too, when you are in chastity for somebody, you have yourself a good dom, uh, a, a good key holder, and they're training you and they're taking you step by step by step that you're just in bliss. you got mm-hmm. somebody that truly cares about you, and it really strengthens up that relationship. And it, I always tell people, you would have told me a year ago that today you had looked in the future and told me today I'm on 104 days in chastity. I would have laughed in your face and said you were crazy. Mm-hmm. But but now I, I'm completely fine with it. I'm I'm glad I, I you know I, I'm glad that even after the first time when I failed and it, I did that two weeks and I was crying and and I was like Miss B I can't do this this is you know this is ridiculous I don't get it yada 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 you know I'm glad I really sat back and thought about it and say hey give me another chance and I'm so glad she gave me another chance and and since then you know it's been a step by per you know it's been a step by step progression you know there's several different levels of chastity that you and no regrets days or so exactly no regrets whatsoever that's great it's a it's a a lot of fun it really is it's a lot of fun i get such a rush 
excuse me, got my allergies going too. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, not fun. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I get a rush when I see. We just had a session um, on Sunday night, and she was wearing my chastity key around her ankle. I get such a rush when I see that. that That's that, a you know, huge, that's just a huge seductive feeling. thing. Hugely seductive. Cuckold couples will do that. You're out at a party. She's wearing your key around her neck in a necklace, and you look across the room at her, and she just grabs a hold of the key very casually. It's it is so seductive very to know seductive. that you're owned. Very, it's very, and and you know what? You just said it right there, Doctor Sue. That really puts it in your head that you are truly owned. There, mm-hmm. There's no screwing around. You are truly owned. This woman has the key to to your man or you know quote unquote manhood she's got that key she is completely in control totally in control and and I know in another show we talk about cuckolding chastity cuckolding definitely goes hand in hand and mm-hmm. I've been at chastity I'm more into cuckolding now um it it just really opens your it really opens up your mind it re- it really puts the power uh, of uh, submissive feelings in you, and it makes you want to explore. Like our past show, I talked about how I was really getting the small penis humiliation because wearing a chassis device makes you look like you're small. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten into that, the cuckolding, and it's just been a wonderful, a wonderful journey. So see, it's expanding you your up. thoughts. It's expanding your mind, and now you're going into places that you normally wouldn't have gone. And that is the whole point, everybody, of why. People play in this arena. It's to it's to take yourself out of that whole boring vanilla missionary every Saturday night thing and explore and see what feels good and what doesn't. And, wow, this made me feel a different way that I've never felt before. That's all I'm asking any of you guys to do. Don't go by Fifty Shades of Grey, for the love of God. It You know, it's I, to be fair... No, to be fair, for a first book, I think she did that very well. But it was too cliche from the standpoint of every time there is literature on BDSM, it's always male, dom, female, submissive, and I would like to see that different. That's all I ask. But I, I thought, you know, to be fair, for a first book, that was damn good. For a first book from a first author, that's good. As far as the BDSM goes, no. After a while, it got to the point where I wasn't even reading it anymore because it's like, oh, God, been there, done that, been there, done that. Like, it got repetitive. <laughs> well, it got repetitive. She kept doing the same yeah. kind of stuff over and over and over again. But And a lot of it, I mean, you could have taken the book and shrunk it down probably by at least a third if you took all of the books. But, I mean, it was cute. It was a cute idea. And to be fair, let's be fair to her, she's got people talking who are vanilla, who are now exploring things on our side, and I think that's great. She may be pissing off the BDSM community because it was too light and fluffy, but she's got you know people in the vanilla world coming out going, hey, that's not so bad. And that's true because I just saw... Uh, they just had a thing on CNN the other night talking about it on Anderson. There you go. She's getting it into the mainstream, and that, to me, I think is more important than the fluff that's in between the pages. She's getting it out there. And that, I think, is fabulous. That's the whole point of what I'm doing here. It's to let you guys know this isn't big and scary. It can be a lot of fun. 
And it has nothing to do, by the way, which is what the right wing keeps going on about, is no, this does not mean it's spousal abuse. Okay, this is all consenting adults. So on that note, I want to thank Don for calling in and sharing his story and being so open like he always is. You are just absolutely amazing with what you will discuss and how open you are, and you have no idea how much people appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And do a quick shout-out to Miss B, because she is in the chat room and listening to you right now. Yes, uh, for anybody who is interested in learning more about my owner, Mistress B., you can find her on Twitter at, at Miss in the Making. She also writes a uh, local co- uh, weekly column, I should say, on the Dom Dose every Saturday, and they're very good. She is their longest-running writer at this point in time, and they always garner a lot of comments. She also has a King Bomb store where you can see some of her clips, and she's not just in the chat. I know we just talked about chassis tonight. Even though that and cuckolding are her two favorite fetishes, she's very experienced in many other fetishes. She's always looking for new, good, loyal slaves. And if you're looking for somebody who's a true dom, somebody who will spend the time with you, uh, make you feel like you're wanted, that she is your dom. She she gets it. She is a true dom. She's just not out looking for the big payday. Awesome. And if anybody wants to talk to you, Don, how do they get in touch with you? Um, they, I'm on Twitter a lot at Footboy Don, and I'm I'm on there quite a bit. That's probably going to be the easiest way to get a hold of me. Otherwise, Footboy uh, because it's not B O Y. That's right. True. I'm so yeah. It is F O O T B O I D O N. And otherwise, you can always catch me here listening to the Doctor Sue Show, or when you're on the Untune Show, I'm always in the chat rooms and such. He but, is. He's uh, an Twitter, awesome supporter, you guys. Yeah, Twitter would be the best way to get a hold of me. And if anybody has any questions about Miss B, I'd be happy to answer them and help direct. Or chastity, or what it's like, or if someone's chat, scared. Chat. Chastity. We could talk about any fetishes they want. Chastity, cuckolding, foot fetish. I know there's a lot of guys out there who are just starting to come into their own, who are just starting to explore their fetish side, and it always helps when you got somebody who's been around. I'm not trying to talk myself up, but I have been around for quite a while, and I've probably gone through a lot of the things they have, and I'd be more than happy to sit down and, and talk to them and ease any fears they might have. And that is super important. I want everybody, I know some of you guys who are listening in right now and who are going to be listening later by podcast, Talk to Don. That's what he's there for. He's more than happy to talk to you about it. If it's something that you're thinking about and you're kind of still leery about, talk to someone who's been through it. It's the best way you can do it. Thank you so much, Don, for being on the show yet again, being such an awesome supporter. But we are oh, about to well. announce the Pet of the Month. So, on that note, thank you, Don. <laughs> Take care, Don. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Dr. Sue. Bye. Bye. Okay. For those of you who are sitting in the chat room, for those of you who are waiting with bated breath on what is about to happen, we are about to announce the first ever pet of the month for the month of August. I'm trying to do this the way Playboy and Penthouse do it. So this was for August. 
and I'm going to try really hard. Next time I'm going to try and find a plug-in so that everybody can vote, as opposed to it being me picking. I'm going to let everybody vote. But I have to figure that out yet. Anyway, doesn't matter. What's interesting and what I said was is a very big surprise tonight is we have more than one winner. We have one winner who won Pet of the Month. And then I have two others who I declared honorable mentions who are winning special awards over and above Pet of the Month because they essentially didn't win Pet of the Month, but they still deserve these awards. So So this is like miscongeniality here. Sort of, yeah. It's like yeah, exactly. So it's sort of like getting a sash but not a crown. But now, now if they the all pet, everyone gets crowns in my if, world. So. If the pet of the month is unable to fulfill their obligation. <laughs> yeah, so that means yeah, that's right. I would have to pick the runners up here. So what are the prizes? What are we talking about? Okay. Here? I will be giving you guys links. You're going to be able to go, and I have specially designed T-shirts and stuff over on Cafe Press. There's all kinds of stuff you can pick from. You get to pick one of those. And And we we would like to see pictures of you in those T-shirts. Yes, we would. Honestly, if you get the T-shirt, hit it up. Definitely take a picture of it. We'd love to have that. Um, there is right now for the pet of the month, I'm just letting you guys know, there's only one design up, but I have a ton of them that are going to be going up, so you don't have to settle for what's there right now. We can do it later. It's not a big deal. So, pet of the month is officially Pop and Sniff. <laughs> Pop and Sniff, who is owned by the beautiful Mistress Sherry Elizabeth. There you go. Just letting everybody know that. Now, hold on. What you can do is you can go to my website and you can have a look at all the winners and everyone who's there. And don't run away yet because I still have two more awards to give out. But here, I'm going to give these guys so they can go look at the winners. What did Pop and Sniff do that put them over the top? If you could read, and you can read, go to the Dr. Sue Review, go under events, and under events you will see Pet of the Month winner. And you will see an entire diatribe this lovely woman wrote out about all the things that he's done for her, how he even remembers birthdays, he buys things for her kids. I mean, he's just a very well-rounded sub. So you can read her entire letter to me and everything right on the Dr. Sue Review. So go over there. I also put the link just now into the chat room so you guys can have a look at that. But my honorable mentions are very important to me. Yes, Pop Sniff won. But there is a special award being given to Sissy Maid Sheila and to Muffy. And the reason for that is because the two of them go over and above all the time with promotions. And it's not just me. They do it for everybody. 
And I think it's important because Sheila is unowned and would never think of putting herself up. And for that reason, I not only wanted her up, but I wanted her to have some form, some mention, some award for being the wonderful human being that she is. As with Muffy, Muffy's gone through a little bit of a snag lately, and again, doesn't matter. You don't see these two on there bitching and complaining. They uplift, they enlighten, they support like you would not believe. And so Sheila and Muffy are getting two special awards of their own. Again, they can pick whatever they want. Now, hold on, I'm going to give you guys. I have on Cafe Press a store now, and the store is going to very soon be filled because I have so many awesome designs I have in my head that are absolutely hilarious. And it's not just going to be for subs. There's going to be all kinds of stuff there for doms too. And so right now, but the thing is I want Sheila and Muffy to see their designs that I designed for them. So you guys can go and have a look at that. You'll see it Cafe Press, for those of you who want to go over to Cafe Press. My store is called Dr. Sue's Sassy Bubbles. Don't ask me why I called it that. It just came into my head because I really didn't care what it was called. But I thought Sassy Bubbles was kind of funny. So when you guys go over there, you will see there are specific designs for Pet of the Month. And right now there are Sheila's special design and Muffy's special design. Everything was designed by me because I'm just ever so wonderful and talented. <laughs> yeah, I know, crickets. Okay. So. I should put on cricket sound effects. We really, we, we'll have to get crickets. We will. We really do. Or coughing that, <laughs> you know, <coughs> the only one. Yeah. That would work, too. But see, if I don't toot my own horn, no one else is going to toot it for me. So I have to toot it myself. Now I also need a horn. No, we don't need a horn. You need a horn, you're going to give people a heart attack. That's not good. Not good. <laughs> oh, man. We need to get you some new toys. So, everybody, next show, August the 7th, we're going to be discussing, are you ready for this, erotic hypnosis. No. Yes, buddy, because we know you are the king. And I'm going to see if I can get some other hypnodoms on. And we're going to be chatting all about erotic hypnosis and how cool it is and how much fun it is and all the controversy over the word hypnosis and whatever. So, And, and this one will be done on the boat. On the boat. This is coming via the boat. You need like a captain's bell so that everyone can hear it. Have you got one? Uh, not as a sound effect, but we can get one. Like a foghorn, maybe. Something so that the Hamptons know that we're there. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. So August 7th, be here, erotic hypnosis, or be square. And don't forget to visit me and play Shock the Doc on Entuned with the amazing Ms. P this Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Which, yes, it's a switch from the normal time slot, but you guys will get over it. And then with her, we have August 8th and 22nd, which, again, is not the same days. It's now Wednesday, but I'll be able to remind you because it's absolutely the day after both of my shows. And those are going back to 10 o'clock. 
unless 6 o'clock works out. You never know. See, we're women. We change our minds. We can do whatever we want. But August the 7th for In Bed with Dr. Sue, and we're all going to be lying in bed with our erotic hypnosis going off. You will feel very sleepy. Very sleepy. You have to be careful because Joe really knows what he's doing. And, yeah, so this Friday, end tune show. Be there, be square, try and shock me. Please come up with something other than the dinosaur. And that's it for the show. Thank you, Joey, for being here. Thank you, Dr. Sue. You're the bestest ever. Ah. You're my bestest bud ever. I need some bling with ass pants. Sassy bubbles. <laughs> yes, Sassy bubbles. forgot to mention the. We new forgot ass to mention pants. the ass pants. That's right. Joe got his. He, Joe got pants fitted, so he finally has an ass now. I'm just so impressed with the ass pants. See, well, all the start- chicks are going to be wanting his ass because now they can see it. It started off like a furious debate over what do chicks find more appealing. Ass oh, okay, yeah, tell everybody that pants. one. Do you want, as a woman, do you want to see the guy's package through his pants, or do you want to see his ass? I think package is too much. I don't give a damn. I'll find it out on my own. Again, we're talking groping. I I think it's groping time. I I think it's groping time. But uh, the ass is important. I want to see the ass. And it's not as offensive. It's not as in-your-face as the 1977, you know, uber-tight jeans where you basically could see the head of the dick and it was just like oh, for the love of god i don't yeah. need that coming at me <laughs> don't want to poke your eyes out huh that's right hopefully well it can poke my eyes out if it's that big that's okay then that's a good thing but then we already went through that so we don't want to go down that small penis road because we all know where that ends up out so far in the chat room the vote is ass See, I'm telling you, it's better than I don't want to see your junk until I'm ready to see your junk. I would rather see your ass. So there you go. So now it's time for all my little kinksters to clap your clappers and turn out the lights. And as we leave you this evening, our tune tonight is by Toronto native Lou Breeze. From his highly anticipated project, This Time Tomorrow, Lou has been collaborating with Drake... Cardinal Official and Toronto's rap duo A-Game, which these guys really have to come up with more names because now there's the game and A-Game and it's just too confusing. But it's available right now for a free download at hotnewhiphop.com. So this track is called Morocco 2 and it features Wiz Khalifa. So thank you, you guys. I love you. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Muffy. Thank you, Dawn, thank you, Sheila, Gilbert, Madam Devilish, Ms. B, everybody, tall, light, and handsome, who I don't know who that is, but introduce yourself on Twitter to me. And I really do love you guys. Thank you so much. You have no idea how popular this show is becoming. There are tons of people listening to this on podcasts. So thank you all for the support. I leave you with Morocco, too. Grab me a lighter. Where'd you cut that?
titty split my banana go hammer your samurai salmon smoke something I'm wild and I'm gone off that deep end of that hoe prefer OJ with no pole and I like my bitches alive but my enemies with no pole so stay why not open Maserati coast and seat back with no shirt tatted clouds surfing like Goku